0: We are Tim and Michelle Hill of Connect Over Coffee, and this is Midlife Realigned.
1: A series of conversations about navigating all the midlife things and living life with no regrets.
0: Today, we want to kick off the show with a little bit about how we got here.
1: And a little bit about where we're going.
0: If you're new to us, welcome. I am Tim Hill, and I'm a coffee addict. (laughs) We are the founders of Connect Over Coffee the Morning Moments Matter Show, and the Morning Moments Subscription Box. The box helps coffee lovers take a super simple first step into their morning routine by guiding them through a three-part ritual. It engages your body, mind, and heart in the time it takes for you to brew amazing coffee, which we provide for you. And it starts your day in a positive frame of mind.
1: Right. So we help coffee lovers develop habits and practices that free them up to focus their energy and their effort on the things that matter most. We're located in Middle Tennessee, and while one of us is a coffee addict, the other one of us thinks that coffee is only good as an ice cream flavor. But both of us love to unleash potential in people, and that's really the reason for this new show. All of us have experiences that force us to face the fact that we will not be here forever.
0: That might be an auto accident or any type of accident or injury. It could be a loved one who passes away, or maybe it's sitting across from a doctor who shares with us a diagnosis that no one wants to hear.
1: Or maybe it's just a gradual recognition that you're aging when every doctor you go to is younger than you, or when your kids grow up and leave home, Or when your body doesn't exactly respond the way it always has. For example, when you injure your shoulder by picking up a pillow and moving it. Not that that's ever happened.
0: (laughs) Or you sneeze and your back goes out. That's right. Not that that's ever
1: happened. (laughs) Right. And when all your friends start looking really old. Or when you look at yourself in the mirror and you don't recognize at all the person that you see there.
0: We get it. We all have those moments. For me, it was when uh, my mom passed away. And my dad passed away back in the 90s. Very difficult, no doubt. But mom lived a lot longer uh, than that. And when she passed away, it made me realize that my sister and I, we're at the top of the family tree. And we may not be ready for that. We may (laughs) not be wise enough or mature enough for that. Um, And when we were with the funeral home director, planning everything, he started asking questions. I think I actually looked around like, well, where's mom? That's that's something I need to ask mom or dad. And, and they weren't there. And then I also realized that that moves us up a level in the family tree. And then more and more, I realized that In our society, a lot of times when you're at that level, you become irrelevant. Our society puts people out to pasture, so to speak. And even in the workplace, you can be at a job for a long time or in an industry for a long time. The new younger generation comes in and you get relegated to the old timers club of talking about how you used to do it, how you would have done it. and, And you just, again, become irrelevant. And I decided I don't want that. Yeah. I am I, I'm not mature enough to, to do that, <laughs> well, maybe for that. one thing, but I, there, it's only halftime. There's a lot more game left. There's a lot more fun, exciting moments in this game, and that's what I want. I don't want to be put out to pasture. It's uh, never, ever.
1: <laughs> I think the first time that I really faced thinking about this was when my best friend was diagnosed with cancer at the appointment where she thought she was going to get a tenure all clear from an earlier round Mm. of breast cancer. And this current diagnosis was stage four and it became a matter of simply treating her as long as possible until that treatment no longer was effective and they hoped that that was lasting long enough to get to the next treatment that had been developed. Those cycles would just keep going for the rest of her life. And we didn't know if she Mm. had two months or two years or 20 years left. And she deals with the reality of that every single day. Now, I don't have to deal with the reality of that like she does. But it did really set me to thinking about what that would mean, how I wanted to live my life with the realization that while she has that diagnosis, it's still true for us as well. We don't know if we have two weeks or two months or two years or 20 years. I began to really recognize that there was a limit to our time here in a way that I hadn't really before. And I want to use my time well. I want my moments to matter to me and to others around me, whether they're right next to me, right in front of me with my family or whether they're around the world, but all the people that I am put here on earth to love and to serve. Plus, especially lately in the last two years, I'm one of those people that when I look in the mirror, I don't recognize myself. I don't recognize the lines and the wrinkles. I don't recognize the weight gain. I don't recognize the gray when I don't get around to coloring my hair on time. I look like a middle-aged grandmother and I wonder how that happened. Like I know how it happened, but really how did this happen? And I I wonder how to deal with all of the things that that brings. Now, obviously, we all go through these things, these realizations, to some extent in midlife.
0: We actually go through as many physical, emotional, and mental changes in midlife that we do in adolescence. And there's a lot of people helping you in adolescence. There's parents, teachers, community, all around helping adolescents get through that phase, but there's nothing in the phase of midlife to help (laughs) you get through that. We have a culture that says, it's all downhill from here.
1: And we disagree. We think that these years can be the launch pad for an amazing second half of life.
0: But... There are things we need to know, conversations we need to have, and plans that we should make, lifestyle changes that we should incorporate.
1: And we should do those things now so that we can spend our time and effort and energy on the things that matter most to us.
0: But how do we do that?
1: Well, I am so glad you asked, (laughs) because on this show, we're going to host a series of conversations and expert interviews that will help us educate and support and encourage you and us us. (laughs) in navigating all the things that midlife throws at us.
0: So if you want real talk about the things that are in midlife... Then hang out with us once a week and we'll have those conversations. We're excited to kick off this show in the next few weeks or two. Week, week, week or, two. or two. It's coming up. <laughs> and look forward to introducing you to some really interesting people and ideas.
1: We're going to kick off the show with a few episodes about dealing with stress. And then we're going to do what we call a sprint. So we'll be doing five episodes in five days, all about the changes that midlife brings that would help us to be aware of, and help you to be aware of.
0: Thanks so much for listening today. We're excited to see where this goes and how it develops. So be watching our personal feeds and the Connect Over Coffee for news about when we're starting those conversations.
1: I totally did not remember to go back and figure out how we were going to end this particular show. (laughs) So we are stuck. (laughs) So
0: we'll just sit here.
1: No, we won't (laughs) sit here.